beautiful people. I hope you're doing so well. So I've got a bit of a different episode for this podcast session. And so a lot of people in my community are driven to create their own business and driven to kind of step out of their nine to five and to put both feet into this entrepreneurial vision that they have for their life. And so I had the opportunity to speak to my beautiful friend and transformational life coaching buddy, Andrea, and she's also a business coach, especially for startup entrepreneurs. And so we had a bit of a discussion about what it takes for someone to kind of make that transition from that nine to five full-time role to putting both feet into this entrepreneurial vision and just creating this beautiful business and this life that you have for your life, like what it takes to succeed as a business owner and as an entrepreneur. She gives us um, really powerful tools and techniques such as, you know, the importance of having a coach, you know, especially a coach that inspires you to go bigger, a coach that is like two or three steps ahead of you is really, really important as well. And Andrea also gives us the tools and techniques to help make that transition smooth from a nine to five role into full-time business. And so I'll put her contacts in the show notes as well. So Andrea is in love with life and people. She speaks Romanian, English, Italian, and Spanish. She loves to travel and meet people from different cultures. She's interested in knowing the meaning of life and passionate about love and vibes. Andrea's mission? To take you through the most needed and profound transition, moving from scarcity, your overthinking and brain fatigue, and into the connection with your higher self, from which your unique legacy can fully blossom, and to build a business by design. It is where you no longer are afraid to make small or big decisions in your life and business because you are deeply connected with your mind and body. So you make aligned choices and you don't feel like there is a battle inside of you. Andrea's qualifications. Andrea is a certified coach, speaker, and trainer with John Maxwell. And she is on her way to become a certified NLP coach. She has held several jobs, worked as a manager, as a client support specialist in a management consulting company. And now she has opened a coaching business. There's no time like the present to expand your influence and take your journey to the next level. Welcome, Andrea. So Andrea, I know that you're from Romania and now you're living in the States and I know that you moved to the States at quite a young age. So what inspired you to to make that transition? Definitely. So I moved to the States seven years ago. Uh, Actually in July 23rd, I will turn seven years. And until that point, I was coming with a program called Work and Travel that it's a program specifically for students. Like while you're a student back in your country, in the summer, you can pay a lot of money and come to work to the United States. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what I've done for four years until I made the decision to move to, to USA. Yeah. So what were you doing in the USA when you first came here? Were you in corporate? When I first moved here or no, like I worked all kind of jobs, but mainly I worked a lot of like restaurant jobs. So I worked as a server, as a bartender, like whatever they needed me. And like my big desire was like, yes, I want to have an office job because I never had it. And I ended up working in an office and 
once I fulfilled that desire that I had no idea how it's going to look like, I just realized that I hated it. <laughs> mm, yeah, we don't know until we try. And then it's that contrast and that pulls us into that new direction. So Andrea, I'd love to know how that initial transition like and what it was like, you know, living in Romania and then living in the States. Yes, I would say it was one of the hardest things I ever done. Yeah. Because like I made like a 180 degree shift. Like I used to in Romania, I was like, I was a student, I was having a lot of fun, I was traveling, you know, and then I moved to US and I just like went full on into life, like being responsible, having a job, living in the in a touristic mountain small place hmm. and no friends, no family. So I would I would say even like at the beginning, I dealt a little bit with depression because I think when I decided to move to US, I didn't fully comprehend what that like would require from me. Yeah, I can so resonate with this, Andrea. Like in my second year of uni, I also I did um, a few months over in the States and upstate New York. And even though it's like an English speaking country, it was just a massive 180 degree shift, just like what you said just um so so different just different aspects of their culture you know especially with like religion and politics and education it was really really different and then um i did a a year over in china learning kung fu and qigong and really forced to learn the language because um english isn't prioritized really in in the system so i was really forced to really get out of my comfort zone so well done for you and seven years later you're you're kicking ass in the states so I'd love to hear a little bit more about your story and this your transition into being a life coach. So what inspired you to, to begin to do the work that you're doing today, like life coaching and really creating those successful, inspiring and empowering businesses for people? So it was I had like a really defining moment after I moved to U.S., back in uh, 2015 um now i'm so much more comfortable to say the story because i own it but at that moment i had a seizure like back in 2015 where i almost lost my life so i was in coma for two days and the reason for that it was because i was very irresponsible uh i went to a music festival and i took a substance <laughs> yeah. that i had no other i had no idea i have an allergy at so it was not overdose or anything i just had an allergy to a specific substance and i ended up being in coma for two days in the hospital so that was like my defining moment because after I got out of it, like I was frustrated, mad, like hospital bills, all these things. But in time, like after a few months, I started realizing that, oh my God, I got a chance to have like, I got a second chance to life. Yeah. And I'm like, that means there is a purpose for me. So I just like, I started obsessing about that and I just really started searching and taking action towards like to find my purpose wow andrea that's such a that's a crazy story i'm so glad everything's okay so you mentioned then just taking action and just 
trying to find out what your gifts are and what your purpose is. So how did you begin taking action to encourage you and inspire you to do the work that you're doing today? And did anyone influence you? Like there's an abundance, millions of influences in the States. Like what was that? What was that transition like? Yeah. And honestly, it was terrifying because I had like, I had no one around me, like no entrepreneurs, no people that were involved in personal development. So I pretty much, I started from scratch on my own and I just had that nugget where I'm like that feeling where I'm like, I just have this feeling that I have to do something more. I just don't know. I don't know what, but I know I have to do something more. And it was, it started bothering me. Like, you know, when it bothers you because you don't do anything, I'm like, I really have to do something. So I literally just like started like Googling online, like, what can I start doing online? Because also my purpose, like I was thinking, I also want to travel and I want to be like uh, location independent. And I found a course, like a random webinar. I joined a webinar that was telling you like, you only need to do this and you're going to build your business, you know, like yeah. <laughs> those amazing webinars. <laughs> abundance out there. <laughs> so I made my first investment of a thousand dollars. That was like my first investment towards something. And when I started doing it, I just, I was super motivated. I really wanted to do it, but I couldn't move forward. And I didn't know why. And I started asking myself, maybe there is something with my mindset. Like I just started asking myself and I went on YouTube and I searched like mindset videos. And that's how I was introduced to another, like to Mind Valley. So I would say that a lot of times the first step that we take, it's not necessarily going to be the step in your direction, but it's going to guide you. It's going to be the direction because the universe conspires when you take action so that's what it happened to me I took that first step and then the next one and the next one and I met the next person and that's how I was introduced after a few years after I bought that course I was introduced to to coaching yeah I can really resonate with your story Andrea especially when you mentioned that you felt this calling and this niggling knowing as if you were meant for more And I often say that we often feel unsettled because we know we're meant for more, right? There's something wanting to come through us. And I love it how you followed that. And then that then brought you on your adventure and your journey to teachers such as Mind Valley. And then you deep dive into the mindset work. And so I love, I would love to transition then into that question. How important do you think it is as a coach to continue doing the self-work, to continue doing the mindset work and just the deep, deep inner work? Yes, I I would say it should be like first, like it should be the top. Yeah. And it's a work that it's never going to end. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's like there is constantly more to work on because as we advance, as we grow, like other stuff are coming up. And I would say that's the the thing we would be ideally to start with, like with the inner work, like working on your traumas or your on your wounds, on your self-worth, on your confidence. Because once you have like cleared some of those things, then you are going to take action in your business from such a different energy, such a different level. Yeah, I love it how you brought up, you know, really deep diving and taking a really good look at your wounds and traumas and the beliefs that you've picked up 
that are creating energetic blockages that prevent you from moving forward and taking massive action and owning your worth when it comes to finances, when it comes to confidence and showing up in front of the camera. When we clear that and really take a good look and clear that and, and shift a belief, our external, as we clear up the internal world, our external world massively transforms. It's just a beautiful, beautiful process. And I know for me personally, when I stepped foot into being a full-time business owner, for me personally, my business journey has been the greatest growth and spiritual development that I've that I've had in all my life. Like as soon as I stepped up and being a self-generated business owner, I had so many beliefs that came up, especially around confidence and self-worth and um, money beliefs. Like so many echoes of the past were coming, such as money is the root of all evil, and you got to work hard for a living. And my dad was a business owner, and so I had some understanding of business, but I wasn't taught anything. And so in a way, I've had to really construct a new identity and unlearn a lot of the false beliefs from the past that I've picked up from those primary seven years. 100%. And as you said, like with unlearning and creating new identities, like what I really want to tell to anyone that is listening right now, something that made like a huge shift for me is the fact that you are not your past. You are not your past and you have the ability, the power within yourself to recreate yourself and to create whoever you want to be, whoever you want to become. We all have that power within ourselves. So I really want to put that out there because I know for me, I felt that I'm not good enough for a very long time because how I used to be in school, that I was not the greatest. And I associated that with anything that I would do outside my life. So when you were making that transition from being a nine to five employee to a self-generated business owner, what were some of the common limiting beliefs and just the blocks that you found yourself constantly coming up against and um, having to really work through? Yes, I would say the the first one was really believing that I have like what I have to offer is valuable to the world, that people would buy what I have to offer and then having faith in something bigger than yourself, knowing that you are supported in what you are doing and that you will be taken care of. Like that was a huge leap of faith for me to take when I've quit like my last job without having like a stream of income, like consistent from my business, knowing this is the best decision. And no matter what, this is happens for me and I will be taken care of. Yeah, I resonate with all this. And I specifically wanted to expand just on the value bit having that rock solid grounded mindset and that confidence and that certainty that your skills and techniques will transform another person's life and just knowing your value and knowing that your skills and techniques are valuable. In my opinion, that's an absolute game changer because when you are confident and certain in your skills and techniques and that they do work and that they will transform another person's life, then you won't be afraid of putting yourself out there. You won't be afraid of holding workshops. You won't be afraid of owning your cost. You won't be afraid of speaking about your program because you know it works and you have that rock solid ground and certainty in that. I feel like for me, like that's what separates 
successful coaches from non-successful coaches is having that confidence and that certainty. So Andrea, I wanted to just um, switch gears a little bit. So lots of my clients and a lot of people in my community have a greater vision for their life. They have these dreams. They have these goals to one day own their own business and create impact in that way, in their own way. So I'd love to know as a business owner, as yourself, what three first steps would you suggest someone take that is wanting to make that transition from being in their nine to five to a full-time business owner? Yes. So I would either like save money to have some money saved for when you are out from the nine to five, because like I had a lot of savings when I've quit my job and that's how I survived. Like having savings, having a financial like certainty there because building a business requires money, requires money and requires time. It's not gonna happen from one day to another or in three months. So really prepare themselves financially and then mentally knowing that, okay, if I do this, I'm going to be in it for the long run. It's not from one day to another. And I would definitely say like searching the right help, like hire the right help and Mm -hmm. work on that mindset that we were talking about start making investments in yourself because i truly believe if you want to create a business and if you want others to invest in you then you have to start yourself by investing in coaches in consultants whatever you feel like you need but you have to start with yourself so you mentioned that having that financial security is really important. And I'm glad that you said that because, yeah, that massively helped me. And, and it's something that I reinforce a lot with my clients as well. So I'd like to know what you would suggest that looks like. Would you suggest someone keeping their nine to five for like six months or two a year while they're making that transition and building their security? Yes. And here is like where I can share a little bit about my journey, because like when I started on this path, I was working two jobs. So I was like, literally, I worked two jobs for four years to save money. So I saved quite a bit. And then I asked myself, one job was in the office and one job was in the restaurant. So I asked myself, which one do I need to let go so I can actually focus on my business? And I let go of my office of all like the benefits, the certainty and so on. And I decided to keep part time my restaurant job because I I was thinking all I need, I have money saved, like to make investments, to pay my my mortgage and so on. So all I need for my part time job is like to still like if I want to buy any stuff, yes, like to still have that certainty if I can maybe pay the mortgage from there. So I really want to encourage people that are listening, just ask yourself, like, are you in a position maybe where you're just going to start like looking for a part-time job and then give yourself a timeline, give yourself a timeline. That's what I did with myself Mm -hmm. until you are like, I know until that point, I am going to quit even this job to be able to go full-time in your business. Because as you just shared, also for me, when I did that transition of going full-time, the energetic shifts, the Mm -hmm. commitment, how you show up in your business and how you take action, it's like so different. Yeah. 
So that's what I would say, like, give yourself a timeline and be okay with it. Like, don't be frustrated that, oh, I can't believe I'm still going at this job. I can't believe, look at the job just as a vehicle that it gives you the opportunity to move towards your dreams. I was listening to quite a significant influencer recently, and he, and he mentioned that everyone that's born in this world is conditioned with an employee kind of nine to five mindset. And he said this is based on, you know, our mom and dad's beliefs and just social conditioning. And he says that this is um, really embedded into us at a very early age because we're kind of made to follow the grind, right? To get an education, to go to university, and then to just flow into the nine to five life But he mentioned that some of us, you know, really turn towards our dreams and goals and visions. And he says that when we do, we have to consciously change and transform our mindset and just make that mindset shift from that nine to five corporate employee mentality that's been embedded into us from a very early age and really consciously begin to make that effort to change that mindset to an entrepreneur. Oh, my God, it was it was a huge shift that I had to make because like before I went into my business, I was afraid like even to take like two weeks off from my job without being paid. Like that's how I was like, no, I need to make that money in order to feel safe. I was like going into that mode. And after I, I moved into the entrepreneurial shift, I realized that there are certain sacrifices that are required from us in order to become and we are giving something for something else. And for me, the freedom to like create my schedule, the freedom to have an impact in the world, the freedom to create infinite financial potential was much more important than having the security of having a an income every single month coming where it's just steady but i'm stagnant stagnating so that was like a huge shift for me to do from like being afraid not to be paid two weeks yeah (laughs) to just go like full on and it's like i worked on my money mindset so i took like different courses related to money mindset and it's like it's a relationship that we create with money. It's a trust. It's like, we have to nurture money. It's Mm -hmm. not like how, like how people are showing us or the society that they are bad, they are evil. They're just paying our bills. Like really like start looking at money as a relationship that you are forming. Like, are you nourishing them? Are you like taking care of them and have appreciation even for when you are spending money, not just when you receive, but when you spend. Forming a healthy conscious relationship with money. I feel like we could just do a whole podcast session on that and maybe we will. But Andrea, I'd love to get on the subject of coaches. And so I always reinforce the importance of investing in a coach and investing in someone that really inspires you, investing in someone that is doing similar work as yourself, right? And I always, so for example, if you want to speak, if you want to hold seminars, if you want to hold workshops and investing in someone that will take you to your greatness, investing in someone that will take you by the hand and show you the way. And I always reinforce the importance of consciously choosing a coach that's like two or three or four steps ahead of you. Um, Someone that's not like 10 times ahead of you, but, you know, just two or three steps because they know exactly where you are and they can relate to where your mindset is. 
And but and so I'd love to know, Andrea, in your opinion, if someone was looking to invest in a coach, into a life coach, what tips would you give them? What should they be looking out for? Yes. So I would say like first, like follow your intuition and trust it because it is going to guide you. But then because I think I work with around six one-on-one coaches, like strictly one-on-one. And it was like dating for me. Like, this is not working. This is not working. And you just like, I had to go through a few until I found the right ones. And in order for you to avoid that, make sure like you really, like you maybe you follow that person for a while. You have a conversation with them like before you jump on a on a sales call you are very clear of what they're going to deliver like be very specific like what is it that what is the support that you are going to receive and have it put in a contract guys don't just go by the word make sure they put it in a contract of what they're going to deliver to you and also ask them what is your expectation from me in order to succeed with your program that is the number one question every client should be asking their coach before signing up their program can you say that one more time what is your expectation from me like how do i need to show up in order to be successful with with what you offer Thank you. Because a lot of coaches are not telling you, like they just try to get you into, into their program and they're not going to tell you, actually, once you are signed up, you will see that the work you have to do, it's so freaking hard that a lot of people give up and they don't see the results because of that. Yeah. So this is where you want to gain some clarity, like, okay, am I required? Like, am I willing to do all those things? Because it's not going to be easy, guys. It's, this is not an easy journey. This is gold, Andrea. Thank you so much. So, hey, I wanted to ask you as an entrepreneur and even even as a business owner, I feel like it's a very creative journey. And I feel that as business owners, we have to really take really good care of ourselves, of our our mental health, of our energy, and really to take time to nourish that creative aspect within ourselves. I wanted to ask you, how do you nourish that creative piece within yourself? And what tools and tips can you suggest for us? Like besides my morning rituals that literally take me like two hours, I would say is I every single week on Sundays, I disconnect totally from like social media, from the internet. So I take that whole day fully where I'm just like detached from my business that's a big step that I do. Another one, it's like I constantly work with healers, with energy healers, so I can clear my own energy, my own things. I love spending time in nature. I feel like nature has so much to give us and we don't really know yet how to fully appreciate her gift. Yeah. So those are like some of the main things. And lately I also started like spending more time with like children, like some of my friends, like children. And I feel like they are so creative and so, you know, so innocent and so honest. And they really inspire me to bring that in my life more. 
Uh, okay, you mentioned two hours for your morning ritual. What does that consist of? Yeah, definitely. So every single morning when I wake up, I write my dreams. So I have a dream journal. After that, I have a gratitude journal. And after I, uh, <laughs> I write in my gratitude journal, I meditate for around 20 minutes. After that, sometimes I read, not every single morning, but sometimes I read. And after that, I exercise. I do like 20, 30, 40 minutes, depends of working out. And then I prepare an amazing breakfast. So yeah. this is how my, my mornings look like. Oh, I love all of this, especially the gratitude journal, absolute game changer. So Andrea, you mentioned energy healers. What specifically type of energy healing are you doing? So right now, like previously I worked with the shaman and right now I work with a body code, like emotion release. So she helps me like um, release all the stuck emotions on my heart wall which has been absolutely amazing. Like today, literally, I just had a session with her. Yeah. And I've, I have done like also just like different one-on-one sessions where like quantum energy healing, yeah. like there are so many different ones. And for me, like in like this year, I found myself very moved toward like shamanism, like quantum energy healing, like, these like more expensive things so that's that's what i have tried so far and i know this is just the beginning for me oh i love me some quantum healing (laughs) andrea it's been an absolute pleasure having this conversation with you on my podcast and so i'd love to just ask if there's any other last words that you'd like to share with the community specifically those people that want to um, expand and get into their own business I I would say something I've heard from one of my business mentors a while ago, and it really impacted me. And I know it's going to impact you as well, is that your success is inevitable as long as you don't give up. But same is your failures. Same is your failure. So prepare yourself when you start going on this journey, because you're going to fail and you're going to fail multiple times. But it's not a failure forever as long as you don't give up. I love that. Anything and everything is possible as long as we keep focused and keep progressing day by day towards our greater vision and towards our goals and dreams. Andrea, it's been an absolute pleasure as always and take good care and we'll chat very soon. 